0: Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the TTE podcast. And I know it's the holidays and it's a really stressful time. So um, I thought it would be good to have a really good friend of mine on um, who's a professional in this area to kind of talk through a little bit um, some of the challenges and maybe some tips on how to navigate a stressful time around the holidays. So um, I'm fortunate enough to know a lot of good people who do a lot of really interesting things. And so one of my good friends, uh, more than that, this is one of my day ones, Um, Roy's joining us here. Roy, good afternoon. How are you?
1: Good. How are you? Uh, Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate this opportunity to talk about uh, mental health and and how important it is to uh, take care of yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I know it's the holidays. Um, it's it's a stressful time for everybody. So um, just thought it would be good to have a a, a conversation that hopefully people can, can benefit from. But before we get too deep into that, um, I want to give you an opportunity to sort of introduce yourself um, and just in terms of, you know, how long you've been in this game when it comes to helping people, um, some of the things you've done, you know, where you went to school. So. Uh real quick, give a give a brief sort of elevator pitch about yourself, sort of what you've done, where you've been and kind of how you got into this space and um and, and all that.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. Um, you know, again, my name is Roy McClellan. I am a, a licensed professional counselor, uh that's LPC for short. Um my background is uh ironically in social work. Um I graduated from Ohio State University in 2013, and then um, I went to Northwestern University and graduated just recently here uh, in December 2020. Uh, I got into the field. Uh, I've been in the field now for about 20 years, starting in 2001, started working with kids. Um, I was applying for jobs. I wanted to be in the field of social work counseling, didn't know what to do. So I started working with kids and I told myself, you know, I'm going to work with kids for a year because I didn't really want to work with kids. Uh, And then I ended up falling in love with working with kids and ended up uh, working in a adolescent treatment facility for about 16 years. Uh, Then I moved on from there and uh, went to uh, work with uh, formerly homeless women, uh, you know, help them out with housing and, uh, you know, we ran groups and and things of that nature to kind of help them get back on their feet and, and support them the best way we can. Uh, and from there, I went to, I uh, worked in a psychiatric hospital. Uh, and, you know, that's, that wasn't a, you know, e- extreme intense experience. You know, you're dealing with uh, people, uh, at their rawest moments. Uh, and now currently I work, uh, in a private practice. Uh, I do, uh, individual counseling, couples counseling, and I work with, uh, depression, anxiety, uh, life trans life transitions and, uh, personality disorders.
0: Yeah, that's quite a bit. Um, and, What's interesting about this platform is every now and then I get a chance to learn something that I didn't necessarily know about my friends. So I had no idea that um, your background was that extensive, even though we've kind of talked about it and some of the experiences that you've had in all those different arenas. But when I kind of see it in totality laid out that way, it's like, yeah, you're really living it. Like, you know, we talk a lot about people who um, talk it but don't walk it. And you are always someone I hold up as an example to say, no, 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 no. This guy's really living what it is that he's what he's telling people uh, because he can see it. So uh, appreciate the background on that. Just want to be able to give people context of sort of your background and and. Where you come from and kind of how you came up in the game, because I think you've got a lot of experience with uh, twenty years into this and seeing it through a lot of different perspectives. Whether it's children, whether it's couples, whether it's depression, a psychiatric hospital—like you—you've seen a lot of different things. So, um, and I, as I mentioned at the top, it's a stressful time because it's the holidays and people are going to be getting together, and you know, between COVID because everybody's scared of Omicron, and you know, you've got probably some crazy uncles and aunts that believe that Trump is the greatest thing since pants with pockets. And then you've probably got people in your family that want to save the trees and um, buy electric vehicles and everything. And all of a sudden everybody's in a room together and it's a combustible mix and your anxiety can be up and you're trying to avoid people while you're going to get mashed potatoes and ham. Like it's a whole thing. So, so because of that um, I'm curious If someone was to come into your office or have a session with you, and they're feeling this way from an anxiety perspective, what are some of the things you would tell them in terms of tips they could use to manage through that stress during the holidays?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a really good question, and you know, a lot of times um, what people don't realize sometimes is, you know, the holidays is a really stressful time for people. You know, a lot of people don't get excited about Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, um, some people don't get into the traditions of gifts and and family and things of that nature. Um, you know, the 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 one main thing I would like to tell people is to give yourself grace, and uh, you know what I mean by that is, um, you know, allowing yourself to get rest, uh, giving yourself permission to um, not have to you know participate in all the family events and functions if you don't feel comfortable doing that and um you know protecting uh you know protecting yourself and your well being i think we get we get caught up in uh you know keeping up with, with the joneses so to speak you know we have to we have to go shopping and we have to uh hang out with family and we have to do all these so-called traditions, but in the midst of all that, we get stressed out. You know, we get um, we get anxiety and we get uh, hopelessness and that need to perform. And you know, a lot of things is it's important to you know just eat right during this time, get your rest. You know, if you feel comfortable, go out and exercise, connect with people who who really care about you. Um, you know, and also not to pair, uh, play the comparison game. You know, it's easy to get caught up in uh, the life of celebrities and actors. And, you know, w- we live in a world of, you know, Instagram and, you know, we see, you know, people with these extravagant gifts and extravagant travels across the world. And, you know, understanding that, you know, maybe you're not in a space to do all that. You have to make Christmas and the holidays, um, what what it is for you what that was that what does that mean for you and if it means you know you know having some peace and and sitting at home and relaxing and watching a movie you know then so be it you know you have to work within your comfort zone
0: yeah that instagram point is huge because you know people spend enough time on there they think that's reality and there's nothing more fake in this world <laughs> than, than what people put on yeah, um, but the, you know, the projection that people put out from an Instagram perspective, just in terms of this is how I live my life. And, you know, you see people, you hear these stories all the time about people that are doing all this traveling and get, they're doing it by themselves and they're completely depressed, but they put on for, you know what I mean? Like, I think you got to be careful, but the one word you said there that I think is important is, is showing yourself grace um because I'm off work I'm off until early next year Uh, I'm fortunate because I've been in my job for over 20 years so I've racked up a decent amount of vacation time so I can afford to do that but just you know today's Wednesday the 22nd and I've been off since Friday and even in this first like two and a half days like just being able to like decompress and like actually hold a thought in my head about what is it that I want to do versus thinking about all the things I need to do mm-hmm. um, is is a really powerful sort of thing. Um, so it's good to sort of like recharge your battery and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that grace is important because I, I know that like you'll be in situations around your family where, you know, one of your aunts or uncles makes a little snide comment about, you know, why aren't you married yet? Or, you know, when are you going to have children? Or, are You still smoking that shit? Like mm-hmm. it's little like the, like those little, like small microaggressions all of a sudden, like become, um, it, it snowballs into like a level of anxiety. And before you know it, maybe you are doing things that you shouldn't be doing that are unhealthy just to be able to deal with the the stress and whatnot. And you, and you, you saying, Give yourself some grace is really powerful and not put yourself in you know certain situations. Because one of the things you and I have talked about is that I'm really big on that I've learned in the last 18 months or so is that I'm just super protective of my energy. And in the beginning, I didn't know how else to describe it other than describe it that way. So I'm real protective of that now. So if something sort of comes into my orbit orbit where I feel off. Like, Mm -hmm. this isn't me. Like, I feel like I'm changing or I'm turning into a different person or I'm feeling uncomfortable. And those are just adjectives. I don't know what the right word is, but like you and I've talked about, like, I have to, like, put some distance between myself and that in order to protect myself. And I find that I have to do that because there are quite a few people. Um that depend on me in one way or, or another and i feel a certain responsibility to be there for them if they need me so that requires me to put some things in place to protect myself but you still have to have that balance cuz you can't shut the world out either right, right like right. you got to have you got to find a way to live your life and find that balance and you know in the middle of a pandemic that's even harder to do but you know i'm learning to do that and i imagine others are well Others are as well. But that word grace that you said really sort of triggered that for me. Um, So when you talk about grace to people in terms of showing yourself grace, like, can you give an example of how to do that? Like if I like if I was one of your patients, can you give me an example of how I would show myself grace? Because I think it's powerful for people to know how to use that and apply it to their own life.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. You know, I, I'm really big on self-care, you know, even though, you know, being a therapist, sometimes I, I don't do very well with self-care, you know, and I, you know, I, I have to remind myself to to take care of myself and do the things that are important to me to to get my rest and well-being. But, you know, you know, what I would say to uh, somebody, you know, sitting in my room, I would, you know, I would focus on their strengths right uh, focus on some of the things that they like to do, uh, some of the things that's important to them. And I would always remind them that you know in order to uh, take care of your family and friends and the people in your life, you have to be able to take care of yourself. And that's one thing that you just mentioned that you know you you take care of people, right? And if you're not at your best self, right? if you're not at your best uh, at who you are, there's no way that you can take care of the other people in your life. And I think it's important to, to focus on some of the things that you like to do. Right. You know, um, you know, I like to sometimes relax and watch TV. You know, I like to maybe go on a walk, you know, when I'm stressed or whatever, or, you know, you know, hang out with you and family and friends, you know, things of that nature, uh, things that are going to give me calm, give me peace. Um, you know, I, I talk a lot about coping skills, but coping skills are like they're they're catered to you, right? If I if I tell you to do something and that's not what you do, if I tell you, you know, maybe you should go skiing, well, you never skied in your life, that's not gonna work for you. Right? So we're gonna we're gonna focus on things that you like to do and and what
0: brings you peace and joy in your life exactly you can't tell you can't tell somebody to go climb Everest and they never <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never yeah, climbed yeah. a hill like let's yeah, be yeah. practical here
1: uh, the goals have to be uh, obtainable you know what I mean
0: like exactly
1: you got it's got to be something that you can reach and touch and and get to and I think that's a lot you know that, that's what some of the concerns are is you know sometimes people uh, make these outrageous goals right and they they don't attain them and then they get frustrated. Right. You know, so work within your skill set.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, Rome's not built in a day, so you got to, you know, you got to sort of start from somewhere. And I will tell you, those walks are lifesavers because I started doing that. I started doing that probably late spring, early summer of last year. And it was on one of those walks where I was like, I know what I should do. Because I, I wanted to start writing again, but mentally I couldn't put everything down into words. Like I couldn't center my thoughts enough. I was like, you know what? I should just start a podcast. And now, a little over a year later, 20-some episodes in, it's yeah. like, yeah, I should have – I'm sort of mad at myself that I didn't do this sooner. But, you know, you come to things when you, when you come to things. One of the things right. I do want to talk to you about um, is I want to talk about some of the um, – misconceptions that people might have about therapy because i've run into people and i imagine you have too you've run into people where you know they'll say well therapy's not for me or i don't think i really need it or this that and a third and then um i based on things i've experienced in my life i'm a firm believer that everybody needs therapy because we're all sort of suppressing and holding things in and And sort of giving a projection of of who we want to be, but that's not necessarily who we are all the time because you're human and you struggle. And and I I think it's beneficial um, and I think it's especially especially important, not just for everybody because it is important for everybody, but I think it's really important for us as black men because – there are so many things that you're forced to sort of lock up for a variety of different reason, reasons, whether it's social, whether it's family, whether it's society, whatever, that after a while, that's that shit can become toxic to your mm-hmm. spirit, to your energy, to your behavior. Um, so just talk a little bit about some of the misconceptions that you've heard about therapy and and maybe help people sort of dispel some of those misconceptions.
1: Yeah, you know, and I, you know, I would like to start with, um, you know, the African American community. You know, that's, you know, the, one of the big misconceptions is, you know, um, go to church, right? Uh, put all your trust in God, and by by all means, you should do that, right? If that's if that's who you are, and that and that's what you believe in, then you should definitely do that. Uh, you know, but at the same time, I think that. Um, it is important as, uh, you know, black men or black people in general to, to get some of those, um, you know, some of those unresolved feelings of trauma out. Uh, you know, we, we hold in a lot of stuff that, you know, people may not realize or understand. And it, unfortunately it plays out in our everyday lives. Um, and some of the things that we're affected by, we, uh, unfortunately, sometimes project things out to people that maybe we shouldn't project, and you know, and I think that has to do with trauma. Um, you know, another thing about uh therapy is, you know, people are concerned that um their business is going to get out there. Uh, confidentiality is is something to, that I hold to a high standard. Um, you know, I I tell people that um if there's interventions and things that i work with with them i allow them to say no i don't feel comfortable doing that right i don't feel comfortable uh with that homework assignment that you gave me and and that's and that's fine right that's it's okay to say no i don't want to participate in this and you know the biggest misconception of therapy is you know you, you have a right to say no. You have a right to not participate in therapy. You have a right to not take medications. Um, you know, it's all, it's all up to the client, right? Um, but, yeah, I think a lot of people uh, struggle with the fact that um, they're ashamed, they're frustrated, they're scared, and they just really don't understand the, um, the therapy process.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And, and, you know, I, I was having a conversation with someone earlier this year, someone I work with a good friend. So shout out to Heather. Um, and we were talking um, about just how the podcast was going and some things that had resonated with her. And I was getting good feedback from her on um, just some things I could change and whatnot. But one of the things she shared with me is that it came out that you scientifically, they can show that you can pass trauma in your DNA. So th- when I heard that, it made me take a step back and really think about, you know, you know, we we talk a lot about the ancestors always watching over us. So after a while, I had to take a step back and think, yeah, there's certain innate things like you just know Um I don't know how to explain it, but that tra- with, with that trauma being passed within you, all of a sudden is your instinct is to go do something. And that's not necessarily the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're, you're with that, you carry that trauma with you. And if you don't find a productive way to talk about it and release it, um, holding it in isn't healthy in any way. You know what I'm saying? And so those, I think about it like, compounding interest it starts to stack on top of each other and before you know it it becomes almost insurmountable and so I just think it's really important to deal with that trauma but you have to find a safe space and I think one of the misconceptions about therapy like you said is hey like I don't want all my business out here this and a third and I one of the things I'm most proud of not proud of because this isn't my accomplishment but I'm encouraged to see is because of covid, Um, people are seeking out um, people like yourself to have that conversation because they are feeling overwhelmed. And it might be due to COVID or family pressures or whatever. But I would imagine in your line of work, that's just like surface stuff. That the more and more you go, the more and more you start uncovering and start unpacking so much of what you've held in. And then when you finally kind of release it and let it go, the weight that's lifted has to be a powerful moment. And I, I I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I assume you've seen people have that breakthrough and that's got to be one of the best feelings in the world, I would think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things I'm real big on is childhood experiences and how they shape who you are as an adult, you know, because I feel like a lot of times, uh, some of the things that you've learned, um, as a child, whether it be good or bad, right. can allow you to develop into who you are today. And, you know, I've mentioned, you know, a lot of times about, uh, you know, I, I like to talk about generational generational trauma. Um, you know, some of the things that, you know, we learned as kids, we learned from our parents and then uh, our parents learn from their parents and their parents learn from their parents and information just gets passed from generation to generation. Right. So you have a certain belief system. Um, uh, and you stay, you stay true to those belief systems, no matter if they're good or bad. They're, they're your truths, right? They're your beliefs. And I think, you know, sometimes as society, we just don't understand each other's beliefs. You know, or we, uh, we tend to downplay other people's beliefs, and we expect everyone to believe our, our beliefs, and everyone else's beliefs are invalid, Right.
0: yeah it's almost as it's almost as if um your belief is so strong you think you own the truth right right when the reality of it is if you believe that strongly, there's a good likelihood you're blind to everything else mm-hmm. right no I I got you on that so let so let me ask you this so what advice would you have? Let's put the holidays aside for a second, because that's really the real reason why I had you want us to talk about the holidays um, initially. But let's put the holidays aside. So what advice do you have, you know, for people that are struggling? Like, you know, because sometimes it's like, well, go talk to your best friend or go talk to the pastor or go talk to your mother or all of these people. But I think sometimes. Sometimes that's what people say because that's what people say, but taking a step back, you know, sometimes those people aren't, don't always have your best interest in mind, even though they claim that they do based on things that they say or the actions that they take. So from a professional perspective, what advice would you give people that are struggling, you know, because it's going to be you know, once we get past the holidays, it's like the dog days of winter where it gets dark at five o'clock. You can't really be outside. You know, you're looking at flights to Florida and California and Puerto Rico left and right just to be able to get some sunshine. Like, let's put the holidays aside. Like, what advice do you have for people that are really struggling? um, Whether for, uh, for whatever reason, what advice do you have for them?
1: Yeah, that's a good question, and you know, I kind of want to go back to another misconception is uh, with with therapy is uh, we as we as therapists don't actually give advice, um, but what we do is you know we may we might give options, and uh, I feel that it's it's a it's an autonomous situation, like everything that we talk and discuss about is catered to the client so the client uh has the autonomy to make their own decisions right so i'm kind of like the vehicle to kind of like drive them or or guide them to certain destinations and then they have like the option to choose how they want to live their life Um, but i I think autonomy is very important being able to do what you want to do without somebody telling you what to do
0: yeah that makes sense i mean provided that they're not what they want to do doesn't harm themselves and others
1: right right and you know uh you know a lot of times in society you know people you know subconsciously get upset when people tell them what to do right because they don't feel like they have that autonomy to you know make their own decisions You know,
0: that's funny because you just described how people feel about being forced to take a vaccine. It's like I don't want I don't want anybody telling me what I want to do. Like I should be able to be free to sort of make that choice, which I generally agree with. But I think in the context of what you're saying, I think that's important because if people don't feel like they can make the decision, then it's going to be difficult to have success. Because one of the things that I've realized in the last probably 10 years is it doesn't make a difference how much advice someone gives me, even if I know it's the right advice. If I can't own the idea for myself, it doesn't matter.
1: Right. Right. And, and another thing yeah. too is, you know, I, I, can't, as a therapist, you know, you know, project my feelings and opinions onto somebody else because it might not be the right thing for them. You know, um, I chose to, to go to school and, and, and continue my education whereas that might not be important for somebody else
0: you know um, yeah that's true that's true because that's a whole nother commitment to go to school as an adult so
1: yeah you know. yeah you, you have to pick and choose at the end of the day what's, what's right for you and what you want to do and then you know me as a therapist I'm gonna I'm gonna work with you to create goals to get you to
0: where you want to be yeah you know, that makes complete sense so so speaking of goals So, you know, what sort of goals have you set for yourself? Because you are, I have a lot of friends that are very, very accomplished and you are one of them. So in terms of goals, like what goals have you achieved that you're like most proud of? And then what goals do you still have for yourself? Because it is about the journey and, and not necessarily the destination, but people say that, but I don't think you can really appreciate that unless you have enough life experience. Because when you hear that at like 22, you're like, huh, ah, whatever, you know, but when you hear that at 42, it, it hits different. So I'm curious, what goals have you achieved that you're proud of? And then what are some goals that you are still chasing, you know, for yourself?
1: Yeah, so that's a good question, and you know, um, you, you you know better than anyone my struggles with with school and you know uh, being the untra- non traditional student
0: and. Um, I was so mad at you when you stopped going. I can say that for 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 the record, I was on your helmet, tough. Like, do not stop, keep going, because I knew, yeah. I knew you would go go back, because you would get, you would just start living life. Like, I get it, but you gotta yeah. go, because you so. Cause we were in grad school together at the same time, so yeah. when you told me you were going back, I was like, "Fuck yeah, you're going back. Just join this club, baby." But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead.
1: yeah. You know, like you know, I had struggles in my adult life with you know, going to school and dropping out, going to school, dropping out. And, you know, that was one of my big goals is I wanted to get my bachelor's degree. I wanted to get my master's degree and I wanted to be a therapist. And, um, you know, I'm happy to say today that I've accomplished all those things and it still feels kind of surreal that, you know, I'm in a position where I'm at and I, I had the opportunity to help people. Um you know, with, with some of their problems and concerns that they're going through in life. Um, it's definitely just a, a very, very rewarding experience. And, um, you know, that, that was, those are one of my biggest goals, you know, in my adult life. But but moving forward, you know, I just want to continue to, to grow and learn more about uh, the counseling field. Um, you know, I like to be able to expand uh, and work you know, with uh, you know, eating disorders, and uh, you know, I've been diving into more of the uh, personality disorders, and uh, more of the self care stuff like yoga and uh, you know, healthy eating, uh, things of that nature. Because I, I truly believe that you know, holistically, you know, you need the, you know, you know, you need the, your mind right, your body right, uh, all of that you know, plays into, uh, becoming a, a better you. And just like I said before, becoming a better you. So that way you can, uh, help other people better.
0: No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I know one of the goals that I've set for myself, um, is to to start going back to the, to those 3am workouts I was doing. So I'm Mm -hmm. excited about actually waking up at 3am and going to the gym, um, -hmm. And I haven't done that really since COVID started. So I'm excited to get back to that just because it was just more efficient for me to go that early in the morning. Um, yes. Plus, I got really good sleep that way because I'd be so exhausted by the time I actually went to bed. So that self-care is is, is really, really huge. So um, last thing uh, before we go, um, and again, thank you for, for um, spending a little time and And jumping on the pod, because I know you're busy and you've got, you know, sessions and whatnot. So I really appreciate it. Um, You know, one of the things about this pod as it's sort of developed over the first year is that um, I get a lot of really good feedback about um, the people that do come on and the conversation that we have. And I imagine there's probably somebody out there that's either inspired by the conversation or feels like they've um, got maybe a little more courage um, to kind of explore some of the things that they've been um, dealing with, whether it's trauma, anxiety, depression, what have you. So um, where can people, if they feel comfortable enough um, to reach out to you in a very you know, professional manner to, to get you know, some counseling or some therapy, where can people reach you?
1: Yeah, you know that's a good question, and you know I always tell people, you know, you know I'm not going to sit here and you know, you know, you know self self proclaim that I'm the guy that you need to talk to, right? You know, first off, I would, you know, you know encourage people to go to the website psychologytoday.com. On that website, you can search. Uh, counselors, social workers, psychologists, and you can look up their profile and you can, um, each one of them have specialties. And depending on what you're going through, if you're going through depression, if you're going through anxiety, uh, if you're going through family problems, there's hundreds of counselors, social workers who uh, can can cater to your needs and i would encourage you first to to go to that website and find a person who you feel is right for you because i may not be the one who's right for you Uh, i have certain special specialties and um i don't know everything so there's there's a certain skill set that i have so uh, you know i would encourage people to go uh that route first but if you did want to come and see me um i'm also on the website psychology today uh, and you can look me up. Uh, I work uh, at a place called After the Storm Counseling. Uh, I have offices in Westerville, Ohio, as well as Grandview, Ohio. Um, and you can look me up on there, and you can also look me up uh, on After the Storm Counseling dot com, where uh, me along with other social workers and counselors. Uh, you can read our profiles and see kind of where what our backgrounds are and our specialties. And you can, if you so choose, choose somebody other than me that fits your needs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And I appreciate you, um, dropping that info. I just know that there's people out there that, um, might feel inspired, um, to maybe take that first step. So, um, that's weird for me to say, take that first step, because now I feel like a preacher that's asking for communion um, or or um, or people who want to give their life to Christ, which I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, sure, my grandfather sure. was a pastor. That was just very weird for me to say that out loud, because um, that's now triggering a, mem- a memory for me. Um, but I know that there are people out there that um, might hear this and feel like, hey, like, you know, this seems like a safe space. Like I want to like find a safe space where I can start to unpack some of this. So I thought it was important to, um, be able to, for you to get that information out to people. Um, so that way people could take that step if they wanted to. Um, but again, I I can't thank you enough, my brother, for jumping on here, um, and having this conversation. Cause, um, you know, again, I know it's around the holidays and it's getting to be stressful and whatnot. I mean, hell it was stressful. Just uh, me getting you on here, (laughs) a little little stressful, but we, but we worked it out. Um, so I I appreciate it. And then, and then one last thing I want to mention, which is sort of unrelated, um, Unrelated to this topic, but I got you here and I want to talk about it. Um, My shout out to Alex. Um, Alex mentioned the other day, and I think I mentioned to you, I can't believe that our high school is undefeated right now. Like I had no (laughs) idea this was going on. I just see the highlights on Instagram and I'm like, okay, they got a couple players. They throwing some oops and whatnot. And we weren't, we, we had cats that could catch oops back in the day, but it seems like they throwing them all the time now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna shout have to, to go Gihanna. check out again because yeah, shout out to Ghana, because I, I didn't know that they were were that good. You know what I mean? I mean I'm mad at the unis cause they're all Nike and we were in Russell Athletic, but that's a whole nother <laughs> that's a that's a whole nother conversation. And and in, yeah. in another conversation, I'll have to have maybe you and your brother on um another time because I apparently I really stirred up some shit um last year when I had Raheem on and we started talking about who were the best hoopers. I, I got to tell you to this day, people still asking me about you left out so and so and such and such. I'm not going to do that to <laughs> you today because um, I want to I end on a good note. Yeah, um, sure. but, shout, but shout out to Gahanna. Them boys is undefeated, man. Um, yeah, you no know, problem. as 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 alumni and, and former Hoopers, man, I, I'm always happy to see them boys doing well. So you boys sure, keep doing sure. your thing. But, but again, man, I can't thank you enough for uh, – for jumping on here man this was good and um hopefully maybe I can have you back again sometime um cuz I cuz you know this is a topic that's always going to be um at least top of mind for me because I know what um what therapy's done for me and I know you know the benefit of like unpacking so many things and sort of you know, for lack of a better way to describe it, putting it in its proper place to give you right. sort of that clarity um, and and sort of that peace that you, that, that you seek in your life. Like I know the value of that. Um, so I just think it's important um, to have conversations like this. So, um, you know, hopefully I can have you back on and we can just keep, you know, conversations like this going. And again, um, you know, if you guys, if this pod resonates with you, by all means, email the pod at um, tall, tat, and educated at gmail.com. And if you really feel like you need to talk to somebody, um, go to psychology.com, like Roy mentioned. Um, you can look him up if you feel comfortable having a conversation with him. But um, just want to make sure that people get the help that they need uh, because people can really benefit. Uh, from this because your are your, your mental, you know, physical, spiritual, emotional well-being, um, you know, you shouldn't compromise those things in any way. So. Um, so with that, again, my brother, thank you for jumping on. This has been yeah, great. Yeah. And um, if I could we'll
1: if do, I could add one more thing, please do. Please do. OK. So, you know, again, th- during this time of holidays of stress, I wanted to make sure everyone uh, has a very important resource. And that's the National uh, Suicide Prevention Hotline. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Very very important. If you're feeling down and out and struggling, uh, you can call 1-800-273-8255. And again, that is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. If there's somebody in your life that you feel that is struggling majorly with depression, or even if if it's yourself, uh, please call the number and um, they'll get you the help that you need immediately.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We want to see people doing well and thriving. So if you need help or know somebody that does, um, make sure you use that number. Reach out to those good folks. They can help you. Um, and again, you know, check out Roy, check out psychology dot com uh, and, and, and get yourself the help that you need. So. So with that, my brother, I appreciate you jumping on, man. This was really, really good. We'll do this again here soon. Uh, but I can't thank you enough for, for spending a little time uh, with me to talk about um, something that that's important to me and, and important to a lot of other people.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on, man.
0: Yeah, sounds good. All right, man. We'll holler at y'all later. All right. Yes, sir. Peace.